four, strap it down, three, flip it over, two, calibrating for fun, blast off. Welcome to the Dan Fogler 40 Experience Podcast. Get ready. Yeah. How are you? Good. I got this glare here. Let me, let me put some of this shit away. I remember I asked you, hey man, you have those sideburns all the time. You're like, no, dude, it's for the movie. I was like, oh shit. He <laughs> got sideburns. I got the, the mutton chops. I know, man. That was the worst. The worst. I said, hey, do you have those all the time? You're like, no. no. <laughs> Hell no. That was, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible choice, those mutton chops. They were just like, they were, I was like, yeah. I, 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 I was watching Enter the Dragon. And I was just like, yeah. I want those, I want those sideburns like like the the black guy in it. Like I fucking love those sideburns. Jim Kelly, yeah, yeah. Was it Jim Kelly? I think and I was just like, yeah, I love it. I love it. I, and then it was such a bad mistake to just have those every single day, just pointing I, different directions. Gosh, oh man. They were never right. I mean, that was a terrible look for me, man. Terrible look. I was I was like so overweight, and they were just. They were like, put this guy, in the, <laughs> put him in the Chateau Marmont and just feed him, feed him bolognese. You were in the Chateau Marmont. And oh just my put God. me in tighter and tighter outfits. Hold on, let me let, let oh, me let me, so let me let Maggie in. Damn, that's so funny. Oh my goodness. Hello. Oh hey. Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh wait. What are you? Hello, wonderful wizard. Hey. Is that me? What the fuck is, is that real? Let's see, we were just talking about that. I, yeah, that's a real fucking mustache, people. <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't I do glue-ons. I should have chosen the glue-on. Although I can't, I feel like it would just be, it would just be like flying off in the wind. I'd be like, fuck. There, yeah, there'd be Go no to, difference. There'd be no, no difference, difference between Look. Or when you get close, you can see the netty, and you're like, "What fucking kind of actor doesn't grow a mustache for a part?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I um, but now I'm stuck with it. Now this mustache looks incredible on set, but offset, terrible. You're terrible uh, offset. You're in a world. You're in the Fantastic Beastie shit. You know what? George has the whole piece. He's got the whole face piece. Yeah, I wish yeah, I could I fucking do that. I didn't want it to be white. I've already, I've already <laughs> taken it down. And it's coming back up. I just okay. can't keep. Like, you're not supposed to touch your face in a pandemic. Like, all I do is that. I all I, I all I do is this all day. <laughs> down and up. Ah. Just twisting it. Yeah, I just pushing it down. Then it was it was oh, it's awful. Maggie, we were talking about the chops I had that were just never in the right oh. place. The mutton. The mutton chops. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll wear those mutton chops off set every day. I remember I asked him, I said, hey, man, so do you have those things all the time? He's like, no. <laughs> Why would I have them? Because I only met you as Randy Daytona. I didn't know Dan. That was, that was the worst. With the long hair and the mutton chops and the no beard. That, and, and I'm just like tighter and tighter outfits with rhinestones on them. Like, come oh. on. Come on, why would they do that to me? 
<laughs> he did. He had like dolphin shorts and a you vest. I actually just, I walked off a plane like last week and you know who was standing there? We're like waiting for a family member. And I didn't like say anything. Cause like, you know, where it was Patton. Oh yeah. Cause he you know, had the masks on, but it, it was Patton. Patton Oswalt. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I, you know, whatever. I didn't want to high five him. During- he was only in that one scene, wasn't he? He was, he was so good. He was yeah, so he, good. He, it's the, pan, the pancake bake-off scene and um he destroys me and he he licks his trophy at the end he just saw yeah he's like licking his trophy it's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) you can't do that today you can't do that in covid but he went uh, off and he picked his he picked the shorts out of his ass and he ran off with the trophy (laughs) he was he was one scene one scene one he goes, oh, it tastes good. It was in the trailer. He goes, oh, it tastes good. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. The joy when of you're talented. When you're talented. You're talented. Oh, man. Uh, so, okay, are you guys in LA right now? Or where are you at right now? I am. George, are you in LA? I'm in LA. All right. How's it going? You, is, is, is life okay, uh, considering? Big oh, yeah, pot. <laughs> George? I live alone and there's no way to teach a rescue dog how to dial 911. You know, if anything happens to me, it's just going to have to, they're going to find me after like 10 days. But at least you'll be eaten. Is that your dog on the pillow, George? One of them, yeah. (laughs) George. You know what? I don't know how I started rescuing dogs. Yeah, what's that about? When we met you, that was not your thing. No, you know, I, I worked with this girl, Lisa. She has this thing called Big Love Rescue, yeah. her own. And she said to me, have you ever watched any of these videos of, of when you rescue a dog and how afraid they are? And then, you know, you show them a little bit of love and they completely change. No. Yeah, never. And I started watching them and I was just destroyed, man. Was like, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because people don't appreciate it. I'll take it to the the canine world. I, if I give them real turkey, like real good turkey, they almost stand more upright. It's almost like if they could talk, they would say, "Listen, I don't. I can only speak for myself, but you are the most congenial host <laughs> that we've ever had." Right, right, guys. You know, they just they they respond so. You know, they eat their own food, which I grew up with dogs that ate whatever we didn't eat, and then. Now exactly. we need a little taste of some stuff. They just completely. Yeah, yeah. They can't believe it. They can't believe it. We're thinking so of getting I- a dog. We got a dog. I'm in the UK and we got a dog upstairs named Archie who comes down. He's this little little beagle and or uh, it's like a mix. And, and um, gosh, I like I, I fed him once and now he's like my best friend. And, and yeah. you yeah. know, and it's- now we're just we're thinking about we're thinking about getting a puppy. And I'm so happy we brought this up. Because I didn't know that you were into dogs, George, but I knew that Maggie was into dogs. Maggie is, yeah. I said everyone knows that. Birds fly in your house, fucking shit that's not supposed to be around. You know, the eagles and the hawks come by to say hello. George, you know it. Like Dan and I actually did a whole thing. Remember Dan when we did the podcast alone? We talked all about like the animal, the spirits, the animals coming in. Yeah, you you had a hummingbird experience. You had two. I have a recent one, and my friend who's sitting right here, she was there. 
we were on a hike and she points this little thing out on the ground and I thought it was a dead mouse and we pick it up and it's a hummingbird baby and she's alive and we raised her right. and then and then let her go we raised her with a dropper and like hand fed her and she used to fly and I I actually drove my newest rescue his name is Don Julio <laughs> and I we drove to Vegas to go get him and a, it, and two more puppies and she was like in the car with it like because you have to feed him every 30 minutes or they die so we brought the hummingbird on the road trip and we're feeding it every 30 minutes so it didn't die. And it's like on your shoulder, right? You were just like- Yeah, it's like on the shoulder. And then and then my friend, my, my girlfriend, Maite, she has this uh, cockatoo. And so the hummingbird met a, you know how big cockatoos are? They're like as big as like German shepherds. <laughs> crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. So that was my second hummingbird experience. All right. So last time I saw you guys was in LA. Last the last time I was in the States, we went out to dinner and Maggie and I were working on the argument, um, yes. which everybody should go see. Definitely. Uh, which wow. is out now. Uh, Maggie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> in it. Wow. And, uh, yeah, you, you, I think all the ladies really shine in this one. And uh, but Maggie, you, you have this moment, which I feel like if we were on stage, you'd, you'd get the exit applause, you know, Aww. you know what I mean? <laughs> which is like yeah. coveted uh thanks dan that's so nice of you and um so check in. i don't know if we're um, we're trying to put together an argument panel but it's, it's so fucking hard to wrangle you know like the term like like it's like herding cats but i'm a cat you know what I'm saying? so it's just like a cat trying to herd cats you know yeah that doesn't happen yeah it really is tough to get people together and it's harder now that there's nothing to do. <laughs> that means they just don't want to do it, man. Like, you know what? <laughs> you can have a little bit of a fever and not have to go to Santa Monica. You're like, hey, man, my daughter's having a birthday party. It's like socially distant. You're like, oh, you know what? I, I woke up this morning, I got a little bit of a fever. Stay home then. You're like, shit, yeah. that's all it takes? Just a little bit yeah. of a fever? <laughs> Yeah, I'm a fucking homebody, man. Like, I, it's it's crazy um, where it's like it, the kind of good thing about the lockdown is that I don't have to, like, make an excuse about not wanting to go somewhere, you know, just being like, yeah, I, my foot, I hurt my foot again, you know, <laughs> like, I can't fucking can't do it. Or it's like, again, you hurt your foot again. You're like, yeah, uh, you know, Um <laughs> anyway it's yeah hard. listen listen it's hard to fucking wrangle people yeah it's hard but people they want to do this shit you're fucking here hi how are you <laughs> have you been traveling maggie maggie i have been george i have traveled all over the world since this shit started like all over the world i was in europe when it broke out bad in europe and then like i felt like every country i left got closed down like the minute i you know got on the plane Right. And then got to um, back to LA during lockdown, and I was here. And then I had to go finish that movie, and then I flew back to Europe. I mean, it was just been crazy, but I just, I, it's been great. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I feel like planes are finally clean, and people aren't finally disgusting on planes. <laughs> <laughs> on the way back, when this was just a rumor, almost a year ago, like the end of February, we were in um, Tampa flying back to LA. And the flight attendant says, you know, we have a passenger that's just, you know, almost here. We're going to wait like, you know, a few minutes. The guy comes, the woman comes on 
And she's like, I'm so sorry, everybody. And she sits down and after like 30 seconds, she goes, Ugh. and I and I go real loud. I go, we waited for that. <laughs> Ew. Like, yeah, come on board and fucking sneeze. A real big fucking sneeze before they close the doors that we high 35 fucking thousand miles. Sloppy. That's sloppy. Just a big ass. Pre-COVID, yeah. that sneeze would have stayed on the seat in front of it for, they haven't cleaned those planes since like the 70s. You fly down and you go, is that an ashtray? Even though they have it glued, you know it's a fucking ashtray where yeah. the ashtray would be. You're like, how old is this plane? George, what's uh, what's the the George Lopez Brewing Co? Oh man, you know what we we these guys, you know, I opened that that Chingon restaurant, that Mexican restaurant, doing great. And then he says, "Hey, you ever thought about having some a beer?" And then we got this guy from Stone Brewing Company, and I had this pad with all these Mexican type beers, and he's like, "I can do that. I can do that. I can do that." We're thirty five years experience. And he started brewing these beers in Torrance at this thing. And now that the restaurant is shut down, the beer is- It's floating you. It's thriving, man. Yeah. Shit, I sell that at Anheuser-Busch. I will never wear any clothes that buckle or fucking snap ever again. <laughs> just comfy living. I'm just comfy living. That sounds fucking great. It's good. You know, and it's since IPAs, you know, it's that thing. So, so that, you know, the alcohol level is- considerably higher than, <laughs> than, you know, than the stuff we're used to. I mean, yeah, you have, they're tall cans and you have one of those and you're like, whoa. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think before they, I think before they put the, the actual lid on, they go, let's just put a little bit more in there. I mean, they won't know. <laughs> you know, what's crazy, man, is that, I, you know, I'm, I got my two girls here. I got an eight-year-old and a four-year-old. And uh, so I watch stuff with them that like, I, I can like sit through, you know, because a lot of this stuff will drive you insane. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, so they put on Shark Boy and Lava Girl and I'm watching Shark Boy and Lava Girl. And then who comes in but Mr. Electric? And I'm just like, I was literally like about to be like, I'm, I'm watching, I'm watching, I'm watching. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. You know, this is uh, Rodriguez directed, you know, I'm just like, this is fucking cool, man. And then there's George. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, oh, shit, I know him, you know? Oh, and, then, and anytime I say, like, I know somebody, suddenly the girls are just like, what the, f you know, they just get, oh. it just blows their mind, you know? So how that, was that, man? That thing did not, you know, I'm the voice of the Ice King. I'm the voice of the train. I'm the voice oh, that man. tells you to put the glasses on and take the glasses off. I'm a, the voice of... Fucking Robert Rodriguez hires me to do one job. I had like seven. <laughs> I got paid for one. And oh, I was gonna say, seven. he goes, go in there. He goes, think of a voice and go in there and tell the people to put the glasses on and glasses off. I'm like, what? Pushing me from behind. Go. I'm like, what to do? What? He goes, just go in there. Find a voice that's different than the other voices. I'm like, man. Okay. Well, it looked like fun. <laughs> No, it's cool. I mean, you know, it, it, it became one of those things. It's already been like three generations of kids. Yeah. And then when it came out, you would see a kid at at Bob's Big Boy over here or Patty's, and they'd go in there and they'd have their Shark Boy and Lava Girl 3D glasses on at breakfast. Whoa. You're just like, oh, it's like that. <laughs> and now it's just, it's an, he did a remake with like his daughter, I think. Yeah. Did the thing, yeah, and I, I still talk to him. He's, he's cool. I mean, that thing is 
I mean, shit. Yeah, man. I don't think I have any profit participation. Or else I <laughs> God if damn I, it. I, I, had, I had kidney disease. You can't take care of it. You can't take advantage of that guy when he's sick. <laughs> hey, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> what's pivoting? What are you? What's that all about? You're doing a thing called pivoting? Oh, yeah, I'm doing a comedy for Fox. I didn't know what you were talking about for a second. I was like, what is that? I don't know. Uh, we were supposed to start on the 20th. And... Um, and it got pushed to mid-February because, you know, I guess it's spiking in LA and, you know, oh, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know what's happening because I don't leave my house. So I, and I don't watch the news. So I'm not, not quite clear on how, how, how bad how, it is. How, how far were you guys into that show? They were our prep and all of that. It was just, it's just the pilot, but it's, it's Liz Astroff. She's so funny. She wrote, she wrote this script about three friends. Uh, she wrote it about her best friend dying. So it's like, you know, and it's a great, it's so well written because it's not jokey. There's no jokes, but it's funny as shit. And it's very, it's just real. It's these three women, you know, one of, I mean, my play a bisexual doctor who's just like kind of done. I mean, she, she quits the medical profession because someone ate her burrito in the oh. lounge. <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? Like it, like it was that, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. She's like Nowadays. saving lives, like who, you know, and then like they ate half. And then like a little bit of the second half. So now it's not edible because there's only yeah. really a little bit left. He's like, who, who does that? Who does who? that? No, it's, it's funny as shit. It's a really funny script. And like I said, it's not jokey. And you know, she wrote it based on her own life and couldn't go back to see her friend when she died. And it was like, I think this is therapy for her, you know, making the show and like, you know, and exploring these three women who are incredibly imperfect, but really love each other. And you know, it's, it's great. It's really funny. Nice. So let's hope network lets it stay that way. Yeah. You know what? That's right. Because, you know, that's, you know, when, when I was growing up, you know, I was a huge fan of, of sitcoms and they were so on the nose, but that's kind of like what the temperament had to be mm. to get You're right. to stay, it had to be dead on the nose, you know, it, yeah. it's true. stuff that survives and it's really great to kind of mine for these shows like that, that it's not on the nose and you just, no. it's just, they're just, and, and the acting is, a lot better than what would have been considered a TV actor. Like, you know, actors from Broadway would have never done TV. They'd be like, oh, mm -hmm. no, never. Yeah, it was like crazy to even do a commercial. Oh yeah, you can do a commercial. Yeah. yeah. You guys remember this movie we did called Balls of Fury? I love it. Remember? Did you like it? Did you have a good time? I don't know, man. It was, it was a trip, man. It got weird <laughs> toward the end, like in the middle. <laughs> All right, what do you mean by that? Why did all of a sudden, man, it just got weird. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just coming to work. And like, you know, <laughs> I get weird. go to the trailer. Like, we're not starting right away because, oh, how come? Wow, well, you know, there's something going on. You're like, oh, huh. all right. And it's just, you know, you're down in Chinatown and, you know, you're waiting in your trailer and it just gets, got a little weird. I think did get weird on the trailer. I, I, in the trailers. I remember, um, <laughs> yeah, let's get right into the weird shit. I uh, I remember um for that the the scene we we're talking about with Patton, the pancake scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember because I was I was number one on that film, and <laughs> that, it's the last time I was ever number one on the film. But I was number one on that film, and I was and I was exhausted. Like I had to fucking nap for lunch, you know, which is why I was eating bolognese at midnight every fucking night. So I had to nap for lunch 
and I would put these this like hanger on my door that says I'm fucking sleeping. Don't bother me. But, you know, of course, knock and come in if it's if it's time to fucking get me. Right. Sure. Sure. So I'm sleeping. I got a half hour. I wake up and and two hours have passed. <laughs> and I'm just like, what the it's- fuck? So I get out of my trailer, I walk, I go to the pancake scene, I'm looking around and they're shooting supper in, in the corner and I go over to, to, to uh, Tom Lennon and I'm just like, what's going on? And he was like, oh, um, you were in your trailer and you were sleeping and didn't want to come out. I was oh, like, no, they what didn't. What the fuck are you talking about? No. I was like, every day I take a nap and someone comes and knocks and gets But also, I don't want to come out during lunch, which is my free time. I didn't make a statement of not coming out after lunch. But how funny is that, that, that so like a PA came up and was just like, oh, he's sleeping. Doesn't want us to stir, disturb. Mean, and then like, through the grapevine, that got yeah. interpreted as, fuck you, I'm not coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and movie sets. It was very strange, but listen, there was a lot of fucking crazy shit going on, but we had a fucking, I had a fucking fun so time. I. And I, Bye. and and what was crazy about that moment was I, I never showed any signs of like being uh, really upset and not wanting to come to set. I was like on time all the time. And yeah. so that was, it was fucking weird. I was like, why did, it, what? When they turn on you and you're just sort of like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> no indication that I'm that person. And then all of a sudden I'm that, I'm that person. Like, yeah. what? Let's talk about the fun things, okay? okay. So let's talk about <laughs> let's let's start at the beginning when it was fun, <laughs> and uh, and so everyone's just like, wait, what? Wait. Let's talk about when I when I when I went. We were there where they used to film Fantasy Island. Yes. And you were there with you were shooting that scene with Christopher Walken on the thing. I was leaving, and then the next day I see you and I go, how did that go? And you go, dude, it was, this fucking dude was strange, man. He kept making that little noise. <laughs> And then he said, if I catch you, I'm going to fuck you. Remember he said that? If I catch yeah, okay. you. Okay, so let's talk about walking for a second. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. So so here I am. I'm, I'm 700 pounds. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm slowly trying to get up this fucking rope bridge. That was from Fantasy Island. It's the Fantasy Island rope bridge. So it's from built in 1972. And I'm just like... <laughs> Fuck, I'm, I'm like, please don't break. Please don't hurt me. I'm trying, and then suddenly, you know, I'm taking my sweet time, and then I feel something right, right over my shoulder, and it's walking, just right there, leaning over my shoulder, being like, Dan, when I catch you, I'm gonna fuck you. And then I was just like, I was like crouching tiger, hidden dragon. I was like, bing, bong, I was like fucking flew, I flew. I was like the, the lightest, I was like dancing on feathers. You know, I was like, hey, <laughs> no one's going to catch me and fuck me. <laughs> oh, man. It was crazy. I, I was, I was, I became a fleet footed dancer when he said that to me. So let's talk about walking for a second. He, there's about a million stories I got about walking. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you guys have any stories, but. That was one of the ones. And, and there's so many things that happened on that rope bridge. <laughs> I heard, yeah. Okay. And around that, that Fantasy Island lagoon. Like just, okay, so f- the fact that, that that lagoon exists in the middle of fucking London in the Arboretum or whatever the fuck, where, wherever we were. For Universal? And no, we were by Santa Anita by the racetrack. And there's peacocks. There's peacocks oh. walking around. And they're growling at each other. 
Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you look into the lagoon, and the lagoon is, it looks like it's just made out of mud. <laughs> you know, it's just like, fuck, they haven't cleaned that lagoon since 1970. They built the bridge and they never cleaned the lagoon. <laughs> and so, and do you, do you remember, um, do you remember the guy fell into the lagoon? Oh, yeah, right in front of us. <laughs> yeah. He remember was, that, the guy uh, from The Sopranos? Yeah, he played the mob boss. David Proval. Oh, David he did fell it? and did he die? He didn't. Uh, did he die? No, he didn't die. He you you were there. You were there. Shit. He was in a tux, and he, he didn't know tux. his lines. And they put the things in his ears. Oh, that guy. And he had the two girls, and the water was right there. But wasn't and he on the bank, George? Wasn't he? He was on the bridge. He was on right? the bank, and he. Yes. We were on the. We were on the dock, and he was on yeah. the bank. Okay. Not only was he on the bank. He how was well, he was well onto the bank, oh, how and, the everyone, fuck? and somehow he just starts rolling. He's just rolling, <laughs> cartwheeling. Da, 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 da. We're like, "Fuck, he's gonna fall into the fucking lake!" And he does. He did. Just, <laughs> just you know, last step, dangling he roots. He stepped on the tree roots, and those things. You hit it with like a shoe. He was like, "It came out right from under." And when he went in, he turned around, and he had water in his mouth, and he was. Oh! 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 No! But he was oh. a lovely, lovely man. Such a sweetheart. And he was bent over. He was like throwing up. Oh. He drank that water, man. He drank ah. that green fucking algae fucking water. I'm pretty sure that he's a pe like a half peacock man now. From he is. Breathing all like this. Probably. He's got the things under. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, that's yeah, over there. These things, these beautiful. Iridescent, you know, things come out. <laughs> That's disgusting. Man, but he did. He swallowed. And then we had to wait for him to get redressed. Yeah. He went. <laughs> like, they, he didn't go in, like, just a leg. He went in all the no, way in. All the way. All the way. Really? And, and he had died from any virus living in that fucking stagnant water. And, and the thing we were concerned about on the movie was, like, how long is it going to take him to get his... How long is he gonna be? <laughs> That's right. He's growing a beak. Yeah, but man, when is he gonna man. be ready? <laughs> he his lines and they put those things in his ear. He had that pen and he was like waiting to hear. <laughs> You're like, they're gonna tighten that up, aren't they? He's like, Rodriguez. He's like, okay, hold on. Oh, okay, good. So, um, all right, let's talk about. Yeah, that walking was a trip. The walking. Yeah, walking. The, we were over there in in Fung Lums up there at the top of Universal. Fung Lums was that Chinese restaurant when Universal and the amphitheater first opened. Even before City Walk, that Fung Lums, and they had Victoria Station up there. And then you would go to the amphitheater, and it was 140 degrees inside, and they were trying to pump that <laughs> big ass air in there, and it was. Mm -hmm. Fucking brutal. Buckle the fucking dash of that Porsche I had. I went back and the adhesive had lift up. This is the stuff that was put on in Germany. Had <laughs> come up and the fucking whole dash was warped. Holy fuck. Yeah, it was hot in there. Fucking brutally hot in that thing. And I remember <laughs> just watching him go through his process of 
rehearsing without saying any words. Walking. Remember yeah. that? He had that long speech and he would not do a word of it. He would just kind of do the sounds of it. And you just look at him like, because when yeah. he does it, he does it. Yeah. He goes to me, he goes, he goes, Dan, you know, I've been doing this for a while. And I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, let me show you what's going to happen. The director is going to come up to me. He's going to go slow, medium, fast. And we're like, what? He goes, watch. So he does one. And it's, it's slow. And the director comes up and he goes, that was fucking great. You know, Garan is like, walks up. He's like, that was great. But it was a little, little slow. Could you speed it up? And then Walker looks to me, he goes, he doesn't want a little faster. <laughs> he goes, medium. And then, he, and then Grant comes, he's like, that was fucking great. You got one a little faster? He goes, turns to me, he goes, slow, medium, fast. <laughs> he goes, the fast one? And that was it, he was done. That's how he fucking works. I was like, holy shit. He's like, Dan, 45 years, slow, medium, fast. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Remember so, when he tried to change one word in the script or they tried to change a word because they couldn't be cleared and he was like, no. No. And yeah, they they, said, oh, but, but we, we didn't get it cleared. Like he said Prada or Gucci or wanted him to say one <laughs> or the other. And he goes, oh, I've already memorized it. And this was like two and a half months before we started shooting. Before we started shooting. And yeah. he was like, no, it's, it's, it's been memorized. Yeah, the, the agent was just like, yeah, you don't understand. He Walken memorizes his lines a month before. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Memorize, that's it. Yep. Not one word. <laughs> so he comes on. So he comes. I mean, come on. That's crazy. So he comes on set and he. So my goodness, so many stories of him. You know, his favorite, you know what his favorite joke is? His favorite joke. I mean, this is a, it's a Polish joke, but it's, it's Chris Walken. So what are you going to do? Yeah. His, his favorite joke is he goes, Dan. My favorite joke is the Polish. It's the Polish raging bull. I go, what's the Polish raging bull? And he takes his pants. And he's wearing the stretchy pants and he pulls them out to here. And he looks down into his pants and he goes, you fuck my wife. Okay. Oh, fuck. <laughs> he's pointing at his own dick going, you fuck my wife. Oh. And then he's just laughing uncontrollably. And I was like, fucking Chris Walken. That's his favorite. Crazy. Um, yeah. You fuck my wife. Um, what about when that dude would do Arnold Schwarzenegger and his face would light up like a kid on Christmas morning? Oh, yeah. He'd go, do, it again, do it again. And that guy would, that big muscular guy. Yes. Oh, he had a good one. Yeah. He had a he good one. He had a good Schwarzenegger. And he was, he would, like a kid, he would light up. Do it again. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Do it again. More, more Schwarzenegger. <laughs> He, he, that's fucking crazy. He loved he, it. I said to him, I said, Chris, I said, you know, what's it like? What's it like that everybody and their mother has a fucking impression of you, you know? And he goes, he goes, Dan, it's fine, you know, but never, never do it before a take. <laughs> Jay Moore, he always did it before a take. And it was crazy because we it's like, oh fuck, yeah. And 
we would all be on set and doing our, our walking impressions. And then he'd walk up and everyone would be like, cheese it, you know, we all fucking run and be like, hey, where's everyone going? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And it's, it's, a trip to, it's a trip, it's like finding, uh, you know, the, the, the spring in France where Perrier comes from. Like there's only one person <laughs> that sounds like that yeah, in the world. True. Like I've never seen a guy at a donut shop in the middle of the night, come in, you know, it, it, yeah. it's yeah. one dude. True original. And you're, and you're there with him. I remember when he was up real close with us and you could look in his eye. Yeah. And, and I would just be like looking at his eye. You're like, man, this is the, this is fucking, he's here with us dressed like a geisha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he's here, man. Even, <laughs> even the time that we were across from, from MacArthur Park and he had his hair like in a million directions and the t-shirt with the zipper in the back and the, the silk pants real high and the, and the security <laughs> guard, some Mexican dude is like, hey, is this, is this Vato all right? I'm ready to fucking, you know, do I said, no, 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 he's all right. You sure? Because I don't fucking go in between every trailer. No, no, he's good. All right. Because right now we're just thinking about taking him down. No, 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 don't do that. Because he's just wandering with through the trailers. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I love that George said the pants were high. They're always high. They're always Yeah, he liked those stretchy always. pants. He liked the stretchy pants. Well, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi. Hi. Remember when we asked him if if he ever went to Studio 54, he's talked for like 45 minutes. Okay, here's so I got the Studio 54 story. This is what he said to me. I don't know what he said to you, George. What did he say to you, man? I, I got a story. Okay, let me tell you my story. Go ahead. Said, I go, hey man. I go, so you went to Studio 54. He goes, Yeah, Dan, I was there all the time. I said, What happened? He, he goes, Dan, this one time I was there, I was on the dance floor. And I was dancing and I was just spinning, spinning nonstop on so many different drugs, Dan. And I go, oh, yeah. And he goes, Dan, I was spinning so fast that I sped up time. I go, really? He says, Dan, when I stopped, it was four hours later. (laughs) And I looked around and everywhere I looked in the rafters, they were fucking. And I go, I mean, everyone was fucking. He goes, I go, yeah. He goes, yeah, yeah, Dan. Everywhere I looked, they were fucking. And I said, so what did you do? He said, Dan, I did the only thing I could. I took off all my clothes and I fucked my way to the exit. (laughs) (laughs) Man. (laughs) I love that story. He said there was somebody selling sunglasses outside. Because everybody would leave, the sun would be out. There was a guy out there selling sunglasses. Sunglasses. Uh, Those are the fucking days. You, that's what he said. He goes, you could. He goes before if you got hammered in front of somebody, you only had to avoid the people that you went with. And now, 
right because of phones and video like it gets out there that's why he says like that that was a time there won't be that time anymore no oh you won't it's be a time where you could go to a bar they'll leave coke in between the back seam of the couch upstairs like this <laughs> they would go like this and they'd, they'd have a little vials they would set vials during the day Whoa. so when you got there you go like you go oh shit it's here man great great crazy <laughs> now, everything, well you know what everything like they film you without even <clears throat> being asked i mean i remember kobe yeah bless him he went up to somebody in a restaurant that wasn't his personality and he's like hey man you know you're you're, you're filming me i'm with my family and the guy's like no i'm yeah. not and he's yeah. Like, oh, yeah yeah you are and yeah. it became a big thing the guy sued him sued kobe uh-huh stop really? it because he said, look, I'm, I'm looking in your direction, but I'm not filming you. And he goes, you are filming me. And it became a, yeah. became a thing. Wow. But what are you doing for? For, for accusing him of, and I think he grabbed his phone out of his hand. He was trying to delete stuff. He's like, hey, man, give me my phone back. He's like, I'm not giving your phone back until you delete that video yeah. or the pictures. I didn't take any pictures yeah. of you. So it was like that. Like he put his hands on him. Yeah. But. Huh. But you see right. it. I mean, it's not, they're not slick. I mean, you see them kind of, you know, they're like, they're yeah, like, like and, it, and it's rude. And you know what? Like, I, I wouldn't do that to a stranger. Like, I wouldn't just like start filming a stranger. It's not nice. So why would you, I mean, we're, we're strangers, right? I mean, you don't know me. I don't know you. So how is it different? <laughs> That's what happened with the Lakers. Like the guy that, you know, Swaggy P was dating uh, is I Iggy Isaiah and, uh, they went to a party and the guy was asking the questions. Everything they were engaged. And he's like, so do you still like dip? He's like, man, I'm, I'm dipping, man. And he was videotaping with the guys just like laying back on the couch. And, and he put, he put it on his IG. No, they traded, they traded that guy. They, they think it's like, even, even basketball is like, you've, you've, you've soiled the last right. bastion of, of manhood, the basketball locker room, like fucking out. You just sounded like walking. I did, didn't I? Bastion yeah. of manhood. <laughs> Is it about to all right? Because we're gonna fucking take him down. No, he's cool. <laughs> yeah. That shit was awesome, man. Because they just throwing the thumbs, you know, and they're like, well, they're already you know showing me. I'm like, no, 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 leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got about we got about let's say like 10 15 minutes left and I wanted to talk to you guys about the fact that well Ma Maggie and I things you know things have slowed down a little bit but I'm getting back into I'm halfway through Balls of Fury 2 writing it. Okay. Oh. So I talked to Maggie about it last year and I was back in the states. And um I'm just going to write it and yeah. uh, and just write a spec and and see what happens and i want to get it i want to do it the right way i want to call all the same people again you know call thomas uh Leonard and bangaran yep. again and see if they want to get involved and i, I yep. just you know do it the right way get everybody get you know oh you know get the get the band back together exactly and, um so i wanted to make this like just tell george what kind of ideas that i was bouncing around Maybe a little brainstorm will come out of this. Maybe a little gold, you know, out of this little session. Love it. So, um, so George, this is, and I'll, we'll just, I'll just tell you some of the themes that we're working on here. So, uh, it's it's uh, balls of fury to dos dos balls of fury, and um, <laughs> and I want it's uh, dos balls of fury send in the clones. Okay. Yeah. 
so that's so that's why we were able to bring everybody back because they they've been cloned okay okay so I, fun. okay so that's why anyone who died before doesn't matter <laughs> I think Kong. Um, I think he's still around, man. That dude. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kong is he? Do you think he is? Yeah, I don't think he's ever gonna die. He's think, not gonna. Not yeah. Gonna die. As long as they keep making young chicks, he ain't going anywhere. As, George, as long as long he can is he, as long as he can continue to teach acting, he's gonna be. <laughs> I mean, he was in fucking Chinatown. You know, he was a, he was, and he was like forty in Chinatown. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I asked him about Bruce Lee, and you know what he said? He goes, "What? He was a good kid. <laughs> sweet kid. He was a sweet kid. Sweet kid. Nice kid. When he, James Hong was born, we were horse and buggy. Wow, man. You know, it, literally, it was horse and buggy, and now we got fucking autonomous cars. That's how long he's been alive. And he's oh. in the Seinfeld with the Chinese restaurant. That's him. The yes. He's Seinfeld. <laughs> Legend. Okay, so here's the idea, George. We, uh, okay, so Maggie has basically said no more ping pong. We're not, that's, that's, the, that's the path to, to chaos and danger for us. No more ping pong. And she's like a high powered lawyer now, like a criminal lawyer. And I'm like, I'm a stay at home dad. Okay. And I'm not allowed to do ping pong. I'm just allowed to just do everything but and raise our kid. But our kid who has like, frizzy blonde hair and looks like Maggie um, <laughs> is like 10 and she is a pro she's a prodigy I mean she and I'm sitting at home with the kid just being like she's like juggling shit like while she's watching cartoons and I'm just like what the fuck oh my god I gotta <laughs> teach her I gotta teach her you know so so while Maggie's at work I'm teaching the kid and um and I'm going into these underground like ping pong tournaments so then Maggie has this connection to Christopher Plummer. <laughs> I love Christopher Plummer so much. I love him too. And, and somehow Maggie was like, let's make Christopher Plummer Fang's brother. Okay. And so Christopher Plummer is even more of like a ping pong fanatic. And, and um, he's, he's stealing all of these children to, uh, who are ping pong prodigies to steal to steal their dna to make perfect you know fucking ping pong players so he can you know just have his army and be playing for the rest of his life and you know enjoy and um so our kid is taken and um and of course i'm like oh fuck you know what are we going to do we're told that if we tell any of the authorities that the kid's dead and so maggie goes into I'm going to fucking kill everybody in the world to find my daughter mode. Okay. So if uh, Maggie for the rest of this movie and, and here's the thing, our relationship, Maggie, it's like, it's been strained because we're not doing the thing that we love, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that's why we found each other. Right. So during the course of the movie, this rage that you have, I want you, you know how you kick ass a little bit in the first movie? Sure. I want you to be just constantly kicking fucking ass in this movie. Just, like, <laughs> just beating the shit out of everyone. And every time we're just standing there and, and you're just standing just fucking and everyone's fucking all the bad guys are dropped around us. And I turn to you and I'm just like, that is so fucking hot. You know what I'm just like? 
<laughs> and then like it's our, our relationship is like rekindled i'm like every i'm like oh fuck yeah that's the that's the maggie i married you know <laughs> and then okay and you know that scene where, where we're like face to face and and like you pan out and we're, and we're like we're we're like oh i'm gonna miss you and then we pan out and like you're like on me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm like yeah. Holding you i want to reverse that i want i want you to be holding me Oh, you pan out and, and you're <laughs> I don't know how we're gonna maybe I'll put that's that's awesome. on wires or something okay so um <laughs> and I, I know I'm pretty sure that you can you can hold me Mag I think I could yeah uh, so Maggie's kicking ass the whole movie so George so this is where George is at tell me if you dig this George all right and you digging this so far oh I love it yeah yeah okay so George you go into deep fucking black ops since we last saw you. You go into like mind control, LSD, you know, <laughs> territory, um, remote viewing territory. Okay. So now Maggie and I are just like, fuck, who can we go to to help us? <laughs> and he, and the only person that we know that can help us is you. Okay. I think I even have that bottle of that liquid stuff that you just putting it in your nose as I'm talking. <laughs> you, you craft know, you it however you want. You're like fucking like, Hendrix. You're like Hendrix. Yeah, you know, you're yeah, dipping yeah. in the LSD and you're just like fucking wrapping around your head. And you got the beard. You're just fucking, <laughs> you're the fucking, you're all dreaded out. And this is how we find you. And we're just like, oh, fuck. But we're just, but no. Cause you're a fucking Jedi now, okay? You're at you're you're constantly tripping your balls off. You're you're just like you're out of your fucking gourd crazy. But you have these flashes of, wait a minute, I know where she is. You know, you have these like <laughs> <laughs> you'll like touch a ping pong ball and you'd be like, <gasps> and you'll have like these like everything's all like purple. Remote. It's go purple. <laughs> and it's like a beautiful mind, you know, when you're like piecing everything together and we we use you to uh find her okay do you dig that i love it yeah i love it we're this like motley team of of lunatics and um so okay so and then uh, <laughs> james <laughs> i don't know what to do, i don't know what i'm gonna do with james but i i i, I there's a part where i want to come to him with the daughter to say, you know, help train me, you know, help us. And he's, he's basically just like a recluse. He's just by himself and he's learned the art. I'm sorry, this is terrible. He's learned the art of playing with oneself. Okay, <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm fine. Maybe I'm, but he's just, and this is the, and this is the trick that allows us to, um, it's basically the backspin that he teaches us. You know, in the first movie, it was the the backhand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is this is a, this is about the backspin, and we use the fucking backspin to navigate like these crazy robot gauntlet, ping pong gauntlets at the end in order to get to the kid in this crazy you know dungeon. Um, so that's that. Anyway, I and and, and I just you know, there's this moment with a. I just see this. There's this moment with um, Dietrich. Remember Dietrich Bader? Oh, sure. And uh, it's like <laughs> this is like the crux to this 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 moment where we find out that Fang is still alive. Okay. 
So Maggie and I and uh, and George, we get this lead. George, it's like George is like, let's go, let's go to this high class party. And uh, so we're all dressed to the nines, you know. And George shaves down, and he's back in his fucking, you know, tuxedo, but he's still fucking woo. -woo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And uh, I was like, okay, just fucking hold it together. And and Maggie's dancing. She fucking looks gorgeous. She looks like a fucking, you know, spy. And um, and I'm there trying to look, you know, semi okay. And then uh, I see Dietrich Bader tending bar. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? And I'm, I'm just and like, that's our that's our clue. You realize, oh, that we're gonna that's the guy we're gonna find here. So we find we find Dietrich. And I'm talking to him. He's like, oh, hey, oh, yeah, I remember you. <laughs> I'm like, hey, yeah. And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I uh, I stopped being a courtesan years ago. You know, it's being like, oh, yeah, good, good, yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I just turned around to Fang one day and I said to him, listen, pal, I'm not sucking any more dicks for you anymore. I'm done licking ass for you. And I'm just like, he's not, he's not sucking dicks for me. Or, he's, not licking ass, he's not licking ass for me. <laughs> you know, it's like that moment. And then I'm just like, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean you told Fang? You know, and then he's like, oh yeah, Fang's a lot. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? And then we find out that we just killed his clone in the first movie. And wow. that... And the and the real Fang is this like mad scientist who is kind of like a Cain and Abel story, where he used to play with Christopher Plummer when they were kids all the time, and Plummer was just always better than him, and Christopher was always trying to you know he was always trying to Fang was always trying to fucking beat him, and he never could, and so so Chris I'm sorry uh, Plummer was always in search of the, the great opponent, you know? So uh, he makes this clone out of Fang, which is the one that we know, to compete against, okay? But he was never, he, he still wasn't perfect enough, you know? So now, so now uh, that, so, it, so Fang was the first clone essentially. So now we're talking to the real, Chris, Chris Walken. So now we're now we got our crew together. So when you have now we have the real Chris Walken on our side. We got Maggie kicking ass. We got George kicking ass. We got wow. me doing my thing. And so now the band is back together. You see what I'm doing here? You digging all this? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, man. Good, good. I uh, good. All right, we're on the right track. This is. So what did he do at the end? We figured. You want me to give it away? Okay. So every every oh, every. Wow. So what happens at the end is you know we go to the fucking the belly of the beast, you know, the death star basically. And we track all the kids to this underground facility where they're holding them um, and training them in these fucking, you know, robotic high tech, you know, fucking ping pong gauntlets. And we have to fight our way through fucking robots and fucking clones <laughs> in order to save the children. And I think I'm high, but that's just what I'm like, this is real. What the no, fuck? You're a fucking, you don't, you're a Jedi. There are moments there where we're just like, what the fuck is George doing? And you're like levitating, you know, in the yeah. corner. Like, you know I, what I'm I, saying? I thought I would be levitating. I thought I would be floating. <laughs> Listen, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Listen, 
Uh, I'm just making a uh, an outline, a map. I'm turning you into a Jedi, George. You know, I fucking want to see Maggie kicking the ass the entire movie. And what? Do, so listen. I love it. I'm gonna. That's the first draft, and then I'll I'll pass it over. I'll I'll send it over to you guys, and you and look at it, and just you know, I want this for my just tweak in the notes. I want this for my character. It's fucking you know, join the caravan productions. Shit. You know what? We'll, we'll only do it if we can get blown up again, like like we did when we were running out of that room and that guy set those <laughs> fucking detonators to ten. I still have pieces of ceramic in my ass from that. Those oh. ceramic shards. Remember the first time it just kind of went, Bleh! and they're like, "No, no, no! It's gotta, it's gotta blow up. It's gotta be. You gotta believe it. They're shooting. It's gotta." And that dude was. At lunch, you could just see him like filling up the musket with more powder. And, <laughs> and oh, that, yeah. I remember I looked at you guys were like just arched yeah. back. Oh, oh, the side. And then I said, are you guys all right? And you're like, you're bleeding. I ever had that fucking cuts on my side of my face. <laughs> the fuck did I, I, go, I am. I'm like, fuck. I looked at you guys. I was worried about you. You're like, you're bleeding. What? <laughs> ah, shit. I, I remember that rope bridge, you know, they're um, wearing the bionic outfit and they're shooting Uzis at me on the fucking rope bridge. And the the pieces of the bridge are like jumping up into my mouth. I'm just like, trying, like you know, like reacting and the fucking dust is crazy. What a crazy. How do they do action movies? Like I heard like Harrison Ford, like broke every bone in his face doing Raiders of the Lost Ark, just dragging behind the fucking truck. Always you know? get hurt. Right, Maggie? Everybody, everybody always gets hurt. Harrison Ford in the first Indiana Jones, he broke his leg like halfway through, like legit, like the leg was working. And then he had a stunt double who's now like a huge actor and director, this guy, Vic Armstrong, who's like a really big second unit director. Yeah. And um, he looked so much like him that he he like shot everything. Like he had to because Harrison couldn't walk. Right. Oh, it I was heard, really bad. I heard from Dragon Behind the, the Truck, Little pebbles would jump up and he fucking broke a tooth. Another one hit his fucking cheekbone. Oh, I happened to be on this movie. I just uh, I just did this movie with Michael Keaton and Sam Jackson and we were Ooh. in Romania. And I was yeah. bent over running away from these squibs and it was like burning my ass, like my ass and my legs. Like it was hitting me and I was being burned. And like, oh, you know, and I said to them, I was like, I'm being burned. And I did like pull my pants down, obviously, like in my in, a, in my tent on set, so that my customer could look at like what was happening. And of course, you know, it's like a sausage fest, and like I'm I'm the woman, and everyone's <laughs> like, oh, you know, it's not that bad, you know, that kind of shit, right? So right, I do it again, right. and then it happens again, worse because they're not listening to me. Oh. And then after that, I just like I just had a meltdown, and I was like, you have to, you know, you got to get mad for people. No, like you got to take care of yourself. You know I mean? It's like, you have to take care of you. Although I will say the most dangerous thing for me when George's face was bleeding and we get that pot exploded was that when the chaos, we had all died down. James Hong's hand was like in my inner thigh. It was like <laughs> his hand. I was like, uh, I looked up and I was wearing that little short dress. Oh so my. his hand was just like, like three inches down from my like vulva, he's got his whole hand gripped in my inner thigh. Wow. I, I looked down, I said, uh, James. And he goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm worried. Are you okay or not okay? That's fucking hilarious. Jesus. You were worried about my inner thigh? Fuck. He was desperately worried about my inner thigh. Oh, James. He didn't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he forgot to remove it. You know what I mean? Like, we're like, oh, is everybody okay? And he, he just still had the hand there. And I had to, can you, I'm sorry. It, that's a little close. <laughs> oh, I mean, can you imagine parts? these days? You guys, can you imagine this, that happening right now? Oh, yeah. I mean, the oh. parts of that restaurant behind, behind me were these fucking huge ass billboards in there. With all his words on there, so he's oh, all his oh, his cue cards. That's why Dan. I feel like Dan. Can you make James blind? Like the reason why he he's already blind, huh? (laughs) He's already blind, and he's never like in the movie. Like that's the reason why he had to train himself to play. Was blind. He was blind. Oh, he he was was blind blind. in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, he's already. You're right. He was blind. He was blind. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's right, he was blind. So, how did he know where my inner thigh was? <laughs> Bingo, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, they feel faces, they feel your face. <laughs> he feels just like crevices, he feels thighs. He's a crevice, oh, it's Maggie. It's Maggie. <laughs> over. On that note, <laughs> okay, I love you guys. I love I you so much. I can't wait to so be on. Set again. I can't wait to be on set again for our the next one, which um, me too. I'm gonna uh, good man. Good. I, I'm I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna finish the script this year, um, and it, not this year, but in the fucking summer. I'm gonna do it and uh, get it to you guys. And thank you for coming on to Fogler's Fiction. Make me happy. Absolutely, I love you guys. Man. Love you so much. And that miss you guys and hope to see. Let's have another dinner when, when people have dinner again. Yeah, I'm, I'm planning on being back in the States in the summer. So I'll, I'll, I'll great. hopefully I'll be handing a script to you guys. That's, That's so exciting. Yeah. And Dan, thank you for writing a script for us during your big movie career, like in the middle of it, like just like during your breaks. Yes. Yeah, you know, I just had a little <laughs> downtime <laughs> while I was organizing the festival and shooting Fantastic Beast 3. <laughs> I love you. True talent. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. Step inside. Walk.